four years ago, Dave Savulich was, man, there's no way I can do that. I don't think I can get that game. Right. I don't think I can do it. I don't know if I have enough money. I don't have the knowledge. Looking back, I think, man, I'm so glad I took that step. And so I look at the people that we work with today who are deciding on making this same decision. And I always tell them passionately because I've been in that their shoes. You can do this. Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and we've got a really exciting episode, at least exciting for us. We are out of our studio and into our producer studio down in St. George. Dave and I are down here looking at a property, upgrading a property that we already own. And so we're going to have, uh, I usually when I do interviews, I don't get to have over the over the counter live interviews with somebody. So today I'm joined by Dave Sabolich. He's my best friend for I don't know how long now, Dave. We've been uh, best friends forever, but he's actually our chief operating officer here at Vodacy. And so we're going to talk a little bit about some of the inside things that we're doing at Vodacy. But really, more importantly, I want to talk to Dave about his journey into vacation rentals as well. So you guys hear a lot of success stories of our members and everything else. And so most of our team at Vodacy is built of successful short-term rental investors, and Dave's one of those. And so, Dave, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks. Yeah, this is exciting. We're uh, checking a few boxes here. We we get to spend a little time together. We do a little Odyssey work, and uh, and we kind of up, upgrade and kind of enhance our uh, properties. Well. It's awesome. So, like yeah. normally, we don't like we Dave and I don't usually have conversations like this. So this will be fun. We should just yeah. uh, we'll uh, we're not usually mic'd up, but we're uh, we're always talking about this stuff. So today, I told Dave I want to kind of rewind the clock and really talk to you like like I would anybody else that's getting into the game. Tell us a little bit about your background, like why and like what led you into vacation rentals. Yeah. So like you said, we're, uh, you know, I've been best buddies for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, played mm-hmm. a lot of basketball together and, and have been, you know, close. Um, you know, I had a property, as you know, in, in uh, Star Valley, Wyoming, it was just a personal use property. It was a cabin. Yeah. We loved it. We owned it for 11 years. Uh, you know, the hard part was, as our kids got older, we just didn't have a chance to use it as much. So, we ended up selling it. I knew, you know, what you did and kind of this excitement about short-term rentals. And I thought, you know, I ought to probably get into this or I ought to at least consider it. And that kind of started my journey into short-term rentals. Yeah. We, uh, we, we we joined the program. We became Vodacy members. Uh, I went through the course and uh, we, we got our first property here in St. George, Utah. And uh, we, we've kind of, you know, skyrocketed from from there. It's been an amazing journey so far. So Yeah, th- that was about back in the back in the day. I'll tell the, tell the story when we started. It was actually, Dave's wearing the old, one of the, the OG shirts, which was Lifestyle Asset University. And made me think of the story when you're saying back in, when you started really getting into it was, um, we, I used to have the company used to be called Lifestyle Asset University. Then all of a sudden the state of Utah came to me one day and said, Hey, yeah. you can't use the word university in your business name. And so that was our change to Vodacy. But I remember sitting in, like when I started, like I've always just been a real estate investor and you know that, and, and you and I've talked about this for a long time. And, um, even when you started getting into it, your first property, well, I don't even know that I was, we were just getting started with, right. with coaching, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. hadn't really been in the coaching space for very long. I never thought I would be a coach, never for a million years, didn't think that I would get into that space. Right. I just happened to speak on other people's stages for a little while. And I really liked it. I, right. I would get invited to go speak on other people's stages just because of what I was doing and having a lot of fun teaching right. people what we were doing. And, right. and so that's kind of what led to it. But I remember when I started, I, I called you and it was kind of like, 
amp, you know, uh, multi-level marketing style, like, Hey Dave, help me get like, you know, a bunch of people in a room and I want to try to help them, help them with this. You remember that yeah. day? Oh yeah. So, yeah. So we I, called, we called our, our neighbors, our friends, our, friends, our relatives, yeah. anybody we could get. Anybody that would listen to us. And then we, and, and at the time, like our, our, our mentorship program is, uh, significantly more expensive than the thousand dollars we tried to get yeah. right at the time we were going to say, Hey, listen, yeah. for a thousand dollars, I'll take it and I'll walk you through this process. I'll be your coach. I'll one-on-one help you through this process. And we had, I think we ended up only having like nine or 10 people show up yeah. to our, yeah. to our meeting. Right. And so yeah. we have, we have nine or 10 people in the room, but then the, and kick, I, the kicker, and I did my, like, I did, I did my best presentation that I could. And then everybody, I said, okay, thousand bucks. And yeah, the kicker was, well, I told them that after you buy your first, or when you buy your first property, I'm going to give you the thousand dollars back right, too. So right. I'm going to just, you, you no know, risk money back guarantee. Yeah. I was praying everybody would sign up. Yeah. We thought we, we thought we'd close hundred percent of the room. All of a sudden everybody's like, Hey, you know, thanks, Sean. Good job. You know, I appreciate it. You know, and if one, one person goes out, two people go out and then they don't make eye contact with you. Yeah. And there's only like two people left and I put my arm on the door and I was like, okay, I mean, somebody's got, you guys are signing up yep. and I'm going to help you buy yep. a property. And so yep. that was, uh, that was the beginning yep. stages, pretty fun days. So let's get back to your story. Yeah, no, about... I, but uh, John, you know, the cool thing about my story is I knew you were in real estate and so I'd followed you. I knew you sold homes and been in all kinds of different, you know, experiences and things like I never own properties other than my my cabin for personal use. Mm-hmm. And so this was a totally different strategy, kind of out of my realm. I didn't know much about it. And so when I joined Vodacy, went through the course, went through the program, absolutely amazing. I could never have done what I did without going through that program and that process. And so for me, it really gave me everything I needed to know and really understand. I still use it today. But the great thing is I was able to buy my first property in St. George, Utah. We've had it now for four years. Since then, we bought another property in Florida, which is such a cool story. We owned it for, let's see, we we, we bought it for 275000 So we put 10% down. Um, we owned it for about 18 months. We just sold it list like about three weeks ago and we put a hundred thousand dollars in our bank account. So think of that journey from not really knowing anything or not understanding this market to be able to create a lifestyle asset, be able to create passive income. And now we've got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. We're, we're going to parlay that into another short-term rental. We're looking at different places. We, we made an offer on a property in Slade, Kentucky. Never yeah. heard of Slade. I don't even know really where it's at. It's a beautiful brand new cabin. So what we're doing is we're going to parlay that and continue this journey and continue this process. Super excited. Love every second of it. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's uh, and you had you were you you went the very traditional route. My my work right. career is not traditional, right? I've been full time investing for twenty three years. That's not really normal, right? right. But you right. were. I mean, you went, you know, you played college basketball, get your degree, go get a job at a, a, at a really, you know, more than a Fortune 500 company, right. probably, right? A right. huge medical supply company. Yep. And for a long time. Yeah, 20, and, 22 years. Yeah. Yeah, 22 years. And so, and, you, you know, you and I were talking in the car about this many times. And you're saying, you know, I just never, I, I always just kind of did what I was supposed to right. do and 401ks, everything else. Right. And, few years back, you make the jump and say, here's what we're going to do. And, and tell me about the change that's been there. It's because it's not always easy, but has it been life-changing? And has it been yeah. like, I mean, because you were, you had a very good position when you left. Right, right. Yeah. And 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 as you said, I was the, you know, I'm the COO now for Vodacy. 
have a passion about what we do, love what we do. But that was a big step, you know, moving away from corporate, you know, America, the security of those things. But this journey that we're on is so exciting. It's so it's it's so impactful. It's it's amazing. Every single day we get up, we look at properties, we help people, we dial that in. But it is a big step. But I think most people have that fear of, man, I don't know if I can do it. It's a big challenge. It's kind of that analysis paralysis that a lot of people have. And I, and I was in that position. I mean, I knew you. We were best buddies. We'd play basketball. I knew what you did, real estate. But still, I was a little concerned. I don't know if I'm taking this jump. I'm not making that, you know, that 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 choice to go down that path. So until I did that, I never knew what a great option this was and a great opportunity to create the passive income, the lifestyle asset. The, the appreciation of the properties is amazing. Right. And so all those things... But but it really is that first step of okay, I got to make a decision, and and am I going to jump into this? Am I going to start this process, or am I going to you know look from the sidelines? And that's a big deal for a lot of people. It is, and and that decision doesn't always mean like you're burning the boats, quitting your job, doing something right. else. Right? We right. talk to people all the time. Our our ideal client and who we work with mainly, they're busy professionals. Yep. They're not planning on quitting no. their job. This mm-hmm. is not a side hustle, right? right? They're they're planning on, just like you did, when you buy that first property, the second property, all of a sudden you start to see the returns of them and you start right. to see the benefits financially and lifestyle-wise. But it also, what I my goal is and what I always tell people is once you start building those assets just one at a time, mm-hmm. a step forward, t- taking that first step, all of a sudden you have options. Right. Now all of a sudden you can say, hey, listen, I have a really good job. Maybe I'm not that passionate about it. Maybe I can do something else that I am a little more passionate about. Maybe I have a little more, you know, you know, drive or fulfillment with something else. And because you start to stack assets along the way, right. using that active income and start to stack those assets, now you give yourself options, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and that that's where that real financial freedom comes. But more important than sometimes the financial freedom is the lifestyle freedom. Right, right. And it's and it's, build, it's building a foundation. It's just kind of one by one, putting blocks on top of yeah. each other. I, I think the perception is that for a lot of people is, hey, I'm going to get in this game and I'm just going to start making money. Well, you do, but it's passive income. It's appreciation. It's all those things, but it's over time. It's a long-term play, if you will, with short-term rentals. So you buy one, you parlay it into another one, you can create passive income, and then you can buy more and more. I mean, it's we've been in this game myself now for you know four plus years now, and I have two properties. My goal, my wife and I, our goal is to have five properties in 10 years. And we're on yeah. that path. Yeah. We're, we're now making offers on our third property and we're, we're going down that path. So yeah. that's, that's what people need to do. Set a goal, dive in, don't, don't get impatient and, and really dive into the process and really follow it. Yeah. It's awesome. What, uh, it, as you kind of look back, cause now you, you get the benefit of doing it yourself, but then also now you're looking back and you right. can see, and you're helping people do mm-hmm. it now. And, like when I, you know, when I started this, I always say like, I never thought that I would get that much joy or fulfillment out of helping people and right. seeing people change their life. Sounds re- really weird and selfish, but it's just not something I thought about very yeah. often. Right. And yeah. so, but now I always say to people, I, I get so much, I have so much more fun watching people build right. their portfolio, seeing them make the offers, seeing, you know, getting those answers. Like you were talking to me this morning. He's like, man, I've never had a check for a hundred thousand dollars hit my bank right. account. Right. 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 It, it, I love hearing that stuff, you know, yeah. and you are on the other side of that now where you're, you're a big part of that with a lot of people. Is there like for, I know for me, I, 
I was surprised at how much fulfillment I got out of that. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. I, but I was, because I'd never been a part of it. Yeah. For you, how, how do you feel about that? Like, do you like that part of that? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, two things. One, four years ago, Dave Savulich was, man, there's no way I can do that. I don't think I can get that game. Right. I don't think I can do it. I don't know if I have enough money. I don't have the knowledge. Looking back, I think, man, I'm so glad I took that step. And so I look at the people that we work with today who are deciding on making this same decision. And I always tell them passionately because I've been in that their shoes. You can do this. You can you can make this happen. I was that guy four years ago that right. wasn't sure if I could do it. And I still, you know, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And I pinch myself all the time thinking, man, I have now two properties that my family can use. We we can take advantage of those. They're amazing. So the passion that we have and what we do is is so awesome. I love to hear stories about people that have decided to join, they come into this program, they jump into the community and they they post or they comment, they get their first property. There's nothing better than saying, man, we were a part of that. We helped them get to where they're at. Now, it's not easy. It's a challenge. It's hard work. There's a lot of effort yeah. that goes into it. So there's 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 great times, there's tough times, but the the overwhelmingly the good times uh you know are way better than the tough times yeah and it's it's interesting like you you know we always say we want people to walk into this game with their eyes wide yep. open like there's nothing you know up our sleeve a secret that we have right. that hey if you're not part of odyssey we're not telling you right, right. we want people to walk into the short term rental game with their eyes wide open yep. we want to put our arms around you when those tough times come mm -hmm. that's why people really hire us to help them implement not they don't hire us for the good times they hire us to help them through those bad times because there's going to be challenges markets shift around right. interest rates go up we have all these different things that we have to look at that we have to navigate that but every every single time there's a challenge there's also opportunities there right. and so we want to meet we want to be there for those opportunities and be able to get through some of those challenges because we don't want you thinking that, hey, listen, there's there's some secret sauce that we have that somebody else doesn't have. We always, always, always say that to people. Like, hey, listen, right. if somebody's telling you they've got this this, this magic pill that's only going to last for a short period, nobody hears about right. it. Run to the hills. Exactly. It, it's <laughs> right. not the case, right? right? You know, none of us have that. There's nothing new under the sun. Some people just have a lot more experience and knowledge in a game. You're going to learn things when you dive into something new. Somebody asked me on a podcast I was on yesterday, actually, and they're like, you know, what was, you know, we all have to take that first step. You know, you you know, you you at some point when we go down a different road or a new road or we want growth, we have to take that first step. And you said, "What do you, you know, how do you how do you avoid some of the mistakes and the risks when you take that first step?" And my answer was always like, "I look for people who've done it before me. I look for those people right. with experience. experience. That's why you know, and and like you know, that's what we we love to be that experience for people. Right. We love people to leverage the experience we have." In the ownership model, in the short-term yeah. rental game, this yeah. is such a powerful asset class. We talk about the, you know, so many new investors. They chase the returns. Like, okay, what's my what's my cap rate? What's my cash on cash return? Those are all important metrics that every investor looks at. But really, seasoned investors, they're looking at saying, "How do I get my money back?" You know, right. we call that the right. boomerang, the boomerang effect, the short-term rental boomerang right. effect, because. When our money goes out, we want our money coming back. And that's really because people are saying, how do you scale into five homes or 10 homes? Do I have to save up for that down payment on every home? The answer is strategically, you really don't. You have right. to save up for that first one. You need to get that money out of that first one and go back. And there's a lot of different methods to do that. With short-term rentals particularly, there's a couple loopholes tax-wise that you can get that money back pretty dang quick from cash flow and tax, and then all of a sudden, do it again, do it again. Yeah. And you're really taking one down payment 
and buy in multiple properties along the way. Yeah. Well, and I talk to people every day and they, one of the things I find interesting and they ask me this question, a lot of people is they say, when is a good time to get in? When should I join? You know, there's always something, there's always something that's causing somebody not to get in. And I always tell them today, today is the best time to get in. Today is the day you should get in. Cause I look back and think if I didn't get in four years ago, I wouldn't have the appreciation. My properties have doubled. I wouldn't have created the passive income. I wouldn't have created all the memories that my family and I have had. I mean, yeah. how amazing is it when your 21-year-old daughter says, hey, can we can we go down to uh, use a property with some of my friends? I mean, that's, that's fun to be able yeah. to say as a dad, absolutely, let me book it out for you. I mean, it's fun. So I always tell people, today is the day you should get in because six months from now or a year from now, they're going to come back and say, okay, now I'm ready to get in. And I think you've just lost so six much months. money yeah. from- all those things, tax yeah. advantages, appreciation, passive income, the memories, all those things that you you didn't create because you were sitting on the sideline. And I know it's tough. I, I get it. It's tough. There's challenges, but you you gotta you gotta take that plunge and you gotta go for it. It's an amazing asset class. We love it. And you know that I mean, think of what we're doing together down here. We're we're down here at our property. We're we're kind of upgrading it a little bit and doing a few things on yeah. it. I mean, that's 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 the fun part of it too. Yeah, let's talk about that. Like the reason we're down here. One, we're, we, this is kind of a work trip, if you will, right? We've owned this property for four years. When we bought that property, that property four years ago, if you had a model home looking property, that really kind of set you toward the top of a market, right? right? And so, you know, there was, there was a lot of properties that were just having cell phone pictures. They weren't even professional photos. They definitely weren't designed by professionals. They didn't look like those model homes that are out there that you would go see when you go buy a, a new construction home, right? So when we bought that home, that was raising the bar, right? right? When we yeah. set this home up, it looked like a model home. Well, now, four years later, there's model homes everywhere, right? right? Exactly. And so now we start to blend into the crowd and we have to say, okay, what do we do now to raise the bar to start to operate toward the top of the market? And we talk about delivering that fairy tale, right. creating a unique experience. And so that's what we're really down here doing, right? right? We're not right. having to upgrade all of our all of our furniture and everything else. We're going to take an inventory. We're going to figure out the experience that we're going to create, and we're going to apply it to this house. Yeah. And, and it's really like an upgrade. We just we're yeah. going to upgrade it to today's standards, today's needs, and it's not that difficult. I, I want to make sure people understand that you know when we do this upgrade, it's not it's not a ton of work. I mean, we're spending a day down here. We're yeah. measuring a few things. We're upgrading. We're we're making sure that the place is fully stocked. We're you know taking an inventory on are, are things in good shape, things like that. Do we need to upgrade some pillows, some rugs, some bedding? Some of those things go a long way. So that that's important for people to understand yeah. as well. And we're not we don't turn this one into a, a second job, right? right? We don't manage our own properties, nope. and yeah. so none of you know I don't manage any of my own. You don't manage any of yours. No, we we right. are a big believer that we hire the right management partners. Right. But part of these trips is kind of checking up on the management partner, yeah. right? Yep. Listen, we haven't been down here for a while, yeah. and so yeah. we're coming down and we're making sure it's set up correctly. They're yep. still they're, they're they're doing the things that we wanted right. to do, but the most important thing is to really raise that bar. Because we all get guilty of it, right? I, I, we're, we're all guilty of when something's doing okay, right. yeah. we ignore it, yeah. right? right? We don't, and so this property has made us money from day one. Yeah. We operated toward the top of the market. The thing is, we bought it. I mean, really, five years ago, pricing because it was a new construction, right. Right. and so right about COVID, yeah, right when COVID was hitting, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, I think we started construction on this one. What was it? End of 2017. It was yeah. supposed to be done the end of 18, right. and it, it ended up taking a little bit longer. End of 19. Yeah. And right? I, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Eighteen to nineteen. Right. Um, and then, but this this particular property, as we as we decide to make that upgrade and all those different things that we're doing, it needs that upgrade because. But it's all it's 
it's still operating really well. Right. The problem is when we really look at it, if we're honest with ourselves, we're not operating at the top of the market anymore. We're starting to slide toward the middle of the market. We still make pretty good returns right. because our acquisition price was so low. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But there's a there's a lot of money we're leaving on the table. Yep. So that's what spurs us to say, hey, let's get down there. We got to practice what we preach. Right. And even though that's not a that property makes us money we should still raise the bar because we're leaving right. a bunch of money on the table. And so those of you listening that have properties, those are things that you should be looking in the mirror doing. Those of you that are struggling that right. and you're you're saying, you know, I just got an email today. I was reading it to you this morning. This guy says, "Hey Sean, you know, I'm I'm in Panama City Beach. I've heard that the market is is really going down. Occupancy levels are down, nightly rates are down." you know, revenue, you know, things are just tanking here. What is the reason for that? And what can we do as owners to, to make sure that we don't, we don't see that slide, right? That his, his question was that. And I get what, I get a version of that question every single day from people on the outside, right? And the reason is, is because if you have a property and you're not performing right now, which a lot of properties have slid the last couple of years, it's because you go to your management company and you say, Hey, listen, things are, things are, not doing as well as they should be. And the management company comes to you and says, well, the market's sliding. Yeah. The market's not doing as well. Yeah. So it's just the market. And mm -hmm. it's the number one question management companies right. give people right now because as owners, we buy it. Yeah. We buy into yeah. it. And we say, yeah. oh, really? Right. Okay, well, nothing you can do, nothing right. I can do. It's just the market. And it's yeah. such bull crap. Yeah. They need to go look in the mirror. This this one I said this is I see it every single day and I've yet to find a market. There's markets that are probably revenues going down. Yeah, I'm sure. But when I look at markets, revenue overall is going up. I pulled up Panama City Beach. I'm just going to spit off the numbers from memory, so I might be a titch off. But basically, occupancy is staying the same, right about between six. Because I always look for a three year trailing. Right. What's going on three years ago, two years ago, in the last trailing twelve months. It goes from 60%, 59%, 60%. So occupancy is pretty, pretty, pretty dang yeah. stable. Yeah. Nightly rates continuing to go up. Overall dollars being spent in the market three years ago was 91, or 91 million, excuse me, 91 million and change, right? Two years ago, 126 million. The last 12 months, 156 million. I mean, that's, that's crazy going up, right? So run yeah, the numbers. Absolutely. So how is somebody telling you, that there's not there, you know, the market's going down. Well, the dollars being spent are significantly yeah, higher yeah. this year than they were the last 12 months than they were during COVID. Well, and that's, that's the importance of knowing the numbers and knowing yes. the market. Don't let somebody else tell you, this is the reason why there's a struggle. Yes. You know what I mean? Look in the mirror and say, okay, listen, what can I do to better my property to maximize? I yep. think that's where, I mean, that's what we're doing here is we're maximizing this property. Yep. We're we're taking advantage of, all right, how do we set ourselves apart from every other four bedroom, four and a half bath that is near ours? Yep. Like, what are we going to do? And so we're doing that. And occasionally that's, you, you got to do that. And that's what Vodacy teaches you. That it's right in the class to, to the classroom is to teach you how to maximize that and continue to keep doing those things. Yeah. And knowing your numbers. And that's exactly it too. We talk so much about knowing the numbers right. on the underwriting side when we're buying properties. Yeah. Super important to know your numbers on the underwriting side, obviously. But it's just as important to know your numbers when you own a property. Exactly. You have yep. to continually audit yep. those market numbers yep. to see where you're falling. Are you underperforming? Are you overperforming? Right. You don't. You, if you don't know the numbers, you can't answer that question. Right. Yep. And so, what most people want to do is look for all these exterior factors like the market to say to blame on their lack of success or their lack of performance. When really right. they just need to look in the mirror and say, yeah. 
oh man, I probably do need to raise the bar. I have a beautiful home and it's set up, but I'm not delivering a unique experience. I'm not, or maybe I have a great experience and I look at my listing and it's not optimized and I'm not articulating that experience. There's so many different things that you can do and be honest with yourself. I cannot tell you guys how many times that I hear people, because People say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm underperforming. Most of the time, most of you know the answer of why you're underperforming. Right. And so it, it's crazy how many times we go into, I ha- I meet with people, their properties are, are underperforming, we're analyzing properties. And the first thing they say is, hey, listen, I want this meeting, I'm underperforming, we're not making the money we thought we were going to make. I know you're going to tell me to do this, this, and this. Yeah. But what yeah, else can yeah. I do? Get better pictures. Right. Do, that, do some of those things. Yeah. Right. But they know, yes. they literally will tell me the things yeah. that they know they need to do yeah. that they don't do. Right. And so just look in the mirror and say, what do I actually need to do? And then take responsibility and go do right. it. Right. Well, Most like of you the said time. Early, it's, like, it's not rocket science all the time. It no. is the simple things that actually move the needle. And yeah. And most people don't realize or don't think that those little things are going to, you know, move the needle. Just like what we're doing on our St. George properties, we're doing just just a few little things right. that when guests come in, they're going to be like, wow, that's pretty awesome that they have that. Or, wow, look that they thought to do this. Or whatever those things are, yeah. which then, you know, gives you five five-star reviews. Yeah, so absolutely. It, yeah. it adds to that customer yeah. experience, right? We always say, and you guys have heard me, if you've listened to my podcast for, you know, if you've even listened to a handful of episodes, you've heard me at some point say, you're not selling real estate, you're right. selling an experience. Absolutely. And so if yeah. you're trying to sell the real estate, yeah. you're going to fall flat and you're not going to get booked because the people that are selling the experience are going to get those bookings. They're going to get their unfair share of business. Right. That's the name of the game now. Yeah. It's not that supply and demand gap is not as wide as it was where everybody with a property was making money. Now that's evened up. So the people that are raising the bar, the people that are selling what the customer wants, which is a great experience, they're going to get booked over the other properties that are just out there selling real estate. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell, when I talk to prospective Odyssey members, I always tell them, you know, it's about the experience. How how are you creating this fairy tale experience? And I and I always use the example, you know, when people look at VRBO and they're looking for a three bedroom, three bath, they look and they say, okay, that's that's a good property. Okay, that that one looks good. Okay, that one looks good. And then they get to the one that they're like, wow, that's the experience that I want. Speaking to honey, you. come here, come yeah. here. Look look at this. Look at these photos. Look at yeah. this. This is where we want to take our kids. Look at this. This is awesome. And yeah. so. That's the that's the one, and then that's the one you book. Right, and they're all three bed, bed, three bath. They're all great. They all look nice. They all got decent photos. But the experience that you're creating with that one is the one that you're going to stay at, and that's that's why you book it. Absolutely, and don't keep it a secret. Right, you think that like we all think one the house is part of the experience, but they're coming to the area to do a whole right. bunch of different things. Yeah, yep. right. Make sure that you're articulating that. In your listing, yeah. don't assume that when they're coming to an area, they know everything right. about the area right. and the, what they're going to do there. Yeah. And even if they do, you're not, it's not redundant. You're not hurting your listing right. by having some of those things in your listing, right? We've got, we see it all the time. I give you example after example. We won't get, dive into that today, but what are you doing to not only create and curate a great experience, but how are you also articulating that in your listing? Yeah. And so yeah. don't just take the the surface answer of the market's going, getting bad or, you know, the yeah, occupancy is going sure. down and, and, you know, because it's an easy cop out for management companies right now. And in the reason it's so easy is because of all the things we hear on the news, mm-hmm. right? It we're, Oh, we're going into a recession. We, you know, things are not good. The economy's bad, blah, 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 blah. Right. News is bad news. I have, I have news for you. Yeah. You know, they're not going to tell you <laughs> yeah. anything good on there. Yeah. And so, but when, 
when they know that you're listening to that, they know that they can get away because they know that 99 out of 100 people don't even know the numbers. Right. And right. so they can say it's bad and you're going to go, you're going to walk away. You're not going to argue with them. It's not their fault now. They pass the blame to the to the market itself. And that's not the case. Right. So right. know your numbers. Totally, totally like kind of deviating off on to some of these things no, on these tangents, but they're great. That's yeah. why it's fun to have these conversations. Is yeah. they're, they're, they're real life and they're they're such a big part of everything short-term rental and everything yeah. what we do, you know? So yeah. it's awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, we're going to wrap up today. We're, we're, uh, we're borrowing a studio from our producers and I know they've got a, they've got a podcast right behind us. But uh, I always ask you, every time I have a guest, I ask, I ask the guest, if you could go back to, you know, your 25 year old right. self and give you some advice and say, no, knowing everything, you know, now, like just to, just to go back and say, here's the advice I would give my younger self. What would, what advice would that be? I think it's a great question. I, I definitely, you know, I'm not much of a risk taker and, uh, I would absolutely say I would have got in this game sooner one, but I would also have been a little bit more aggressive in taking advantage of what's out there. Uh, I would have, you know, we had the opportunity to buy two properties in St. Yep. George, one right by each other. We should have bought that. Now, it's it's easy that that you know hindsight's twenty twenty. It's always easy. But I would say if you're questioning it, you know, go for it. Take take the leap of faith and and just get in and and go for it. You're going to create memories. You're going to create all these things. So, if if you're wondering, I, I would have said to myself, let's go, let's go forward, let's do this, let's get after it. So nice, love it. I you know it's it's by far and away. That's, I mean, out of all the answers I get, that is the number one answer I always right. get is I wish I would have done it sooner. Yeah. And what it takes to get into something sooner, I always say, you got three things you got to really consider. You got time. How much time do you have to do something? Yeah. How much money do you have? And how much knowledge do you have? Right. right. And you're usually going to have to leverage one or all of all three of those things. And yeah. there's the great part about it is it's all out there for you. Right. And so it's, it's a matter of making it a priority for the time right? Figuring out what you need to do money-wise, whether it's save up, borrow, um, tap into something else. Usually it's cut something down and just make it a priority on money-wise. And then knowledge, there's plenty of people out there, yeah. myself included, that is, you know, there's a lot of knowledge that you can leverage so that you don't make the same mistakes that a lot of us did that didn't, you right. know, that dove into it. Experience. Over, experience. experience is huge. Yeah. Yep, yeah. No and question. so, so being able to, and, and that gives you the confidence to now move forward sooner, right? Yeah. Because that is by far and away the number one answer yeah. I get. So, Awesome, Dave. It's fun. We're gonna we're Thanks gonna get back to work. Me. We're gonna yeah, we got it. We we're gonna go, go shopping. For yeah. The, yeah, we're gonna go measure stuff up and shop. Yeah. And uh, so, those of you that joined us, we know how valuable your time is, and we always appreciate you sharing it with us. And so, I always leave you with one challenge at the end of every episode, and that is to go pick one thing that you can do today to start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit modesty.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.